What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Morning Show for Wednesday, June 21st. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, <laughs> alongside the pure one, Tim Geddes. What's in host? Off camera, the glue, Kevin Coelho. Hey. And cool, Greg. Uh, but let's get into it. You know this show is the garbage truck on fire. We goof around, like mm-hmm. you know. It's, it's, some of it's the nerdy news you need to know, but it's mostly us fucking around. You are walking into one of my favorite conversations <laughs> that has ever happened. It kind of funny, ladies and gentlemen, viewers and listeners. Kevin walked over and said, "Bought my tickets to Las Vegas and Honolulu." Is what you said, right? Yes, I did. And because uh, bachelor parties in Vegas, we're all we have to start doing that. And then Tim said, "Honolulu? No, you mean Maui." And then kept, there was a my, moment. One of my best friends, James, is getting married at the Disney Alani Resort in, he in was Maui. was on the WWE stream that we exactly. did. Exactly. Yes. Then, so then there was this moment of gridlock. Wait, what? And he, Kevin goes, well, they're on the same island. <laughs> and we're like, I don't know. We don't know. So then we Googled it. They are not on the same island. No, Kevin went over and... I've seen Kevin angry before, but this was the most, <laughs> God damn it, he's pounding on the desk, like so, fucking screaming, so angry. Kevin's got it here, if you want to pull it up, if you want to see the difference here, Honolulu to Maui. Uh, and then, Kevin was like, well, are you sure you're right, Tim? Like, because there's this now, which island are they supposed to be flying in on is the conversation, the question mark here. And so, then uh, Kevin exclaimed, yes. So now, <laughs> are you wrong? So after further review, I was wrong. Oh my god, did you book the right but tickets? I booked the right tickets. Oh, okay. All right. Fuck. Okay. So I have Honolulu so you scared bucks. the shit out of me. Which is Which kinda is... lame. I wanted to go to Maui. God damn it, Tim. Honolulu's the big Jesus island, right? Fucking Christ. No, no, the big island has another that name. Is Maui. That's Hawaii proper. There's another oh, one? Oh man. There's seven islands, I think. Wow, they oh. have the island of Hawaii. There it is. Yeah. That's the big island. Is there a city I've ever heard of on the Big Island of Hawaii? It has a name that's famous. Kona. No, no, not. I think Kona's on Honolulu also. Now Kona the chat pointed out, Island. of course, that I got. I didn't know where New Zealand was for a long time. And when I say a long time, I mean like roughly 31 years of my life. That is true. I'm not mocking either of them. Not mocking them. It's no, just it I like. Just a, this is one of those situation. fun things where it's like <laughs> we knew we're going we knew, to different islands. We knew that like. Where they were, I I just I thought Honolulu had a different name. Also, sure. it's not Maui. I, it definitely has like a, another name. Yeah, I don't know. It might be the Big Island. It's <laughs> the Big not, Island. It's definitely not the Big Island. Waikiki is an island. That is true. Yeah, yeah. Kona oh. is the Big Island. Says someone, Kochi. And you trust Kochi? We can trust. We can trust him. We can, we, tr- we can, we can trust, trust all the best sure. friends in the chat. Oh my God, man! Well, was, what a, what was, a disaster! That was exciting. <laughs> And then I feel like we had no, we fell apart in the no third act. Up. We fell apart in the yeah. third act. Well, the problem was Kevin went through all his emotions two minutes before the show started. I know. We're well, like, save I, it. You should have saved save it. Save it. How? I spent, that would have been great. That, and wait. That's a great point, actually. Flights was, were not cheap. We come back, you fucked up. When he said the wrong thing, you should have been like, oh, interesting. Mm. And then waited. Because our lives are content. You're right. We can't You're have right. private conversations right. anymore. That's Fuck. not how this works. You no, can we can't have them. We just shouldn't. It's funner to have them here. Exactly. Or there. Well, when you can get tipped on it, or you can get a comment in the chat, or get a sub on Twitch, that's what it's all about, right? Oahu is another island. I think Honolulu is also called Oahu. I buy that. I'd put money down on that one. Monokuma Jack names his favorite island Ice Skeet Skeet. I skeet skeet. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. I think yes. that is that on the big good. island. Many that people I skeet skeet on the big island. That was good. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is the Kind of Funny Morning Show each and every weekday here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through our favorite nerdy news you need to know about, or we just bullshit around with each other or whatever, and you have a lot of fun and we have a lot of fun. We read the chat, we read the subs, we do all the different things. It's great. Mm-hmm. If you like that, come back each and every day. Click that follow button. Maybe subscribe to us with that Twitch Prime, because if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. Support us on Patreon, win one of the free games we give away every day. There's a million different things going on. First and foremost, Kevin's already got it pulled up. This Friday. Nope. Friday, June 23rd. We're finally doing Friday the 13th. Oh my God. June 23rd is this Friday? Yep. Holy crap. It's bad. This, this month. It's bad. God. Gone. Totally gone. This wow. year, man. Oh my this God. This year. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, I'm breaking out the Emily's. Fuck you, Kyle. Yeah. But I'm wearing my Emily is away too shirt. But yes, Friday the 13th, uh, the game, finally playing with the community this Friday, June 23rd, 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific. You can sign up over at kindoffunny.com slash F13 for Friday the 13th. Okay. Friday the 13th. Um, so it's Wednesday. 
It Which, is Wednesday. And so what we talked about when we redid the morning show, because of course games have become mm-hmm. kind of funny. Games Daily, mm-hmm. it's after this. Andrea Renee in the other room. She's all set to do it. Getting all prepped. Yeah. Uh, we wanted to have segments and stuff on this one. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about comics on this one. Yeah, okay, cool. I had that later. But well, we no, can... no, no, no. Stick with me. That's what I'm saying. Is we, we're still working it all out, doing everything with each other. Each yeah. other. We're figuring each other's bodies, I exploring it. them. I get it. We're exploring your bodies and minds, too. So I thought, great, last night, it's going to be a real comic-focused show. Mm. Then this mor- last uh, yesterday afternoon, everything went to hell with the news. We had the Han Solo stuff. Yeah. We had the Watchmen stuff. Yeah. You got some Jigsaw stuff in here. Oh, yeah. So let's get the housekeeping out of the way, do some of the entertainment stuff I just mentioned, and then move on to comics. How about yeah. that? Works all for right. me. So that first and foremost, works. you had it pulled up, Kevin. What is this? So this is huge news. We're going to RTX. We are. Uh, in, a, in a couple weeks. 17 yeah. days, I guess. We have panels. Um, come see them. Big news. War for the Planet of the Apes. Before it's in theaters, mm-hmm. we'll be at RTX. So you can watch that. Cool. The only reason I bring this up Keynote from star Andy Serkis. Nick Scarpino and no. Andy Serkis are going to be in the same building. You guys, they can't be in the same city. This is an issue. Why does Nick hate him again? I forget why Nick hates him. Because Serkis. he walks around like a gorilla. <laughs> is Nick Greg, cool, Greg? Can you go get Nick? Can you go get Nick for us? Yeah, because we're going to have to figure out how we restrain him. What do we this, do with this, him? This is an actual problem. Greg. This is a real, this is a this real is life real. issue that's been going on for a long time. It's kind of funny. Nick hates Andy Serkis. I believe Andy Serkis has no idea who the fuck Nick is. Here he comes. Get, He's too get talented? He's too talented? Here. Get over here, Nick. Go wide, Kev. Get, he doesn't get to be the motion capture guy and the star. You don't get to be Gollum and in Infinity War. Not Infinity War. Which one oh was my god! What was the second what did he Avengers? Do? He was Infinity t- War. Uh, he was Toad in not the original Infinity X-Men. War. What are you? Age of Ultron. He yeah. was Toad in the original X-Men. He was not No, Toad he wasn't. That was someone else. That was Darth Maul. <laughs> He's too talented. He's taking over. But let me let me see. How do you feel about it? You know, he's a Mike Bithel voice actor now. You could have been a Mike Bithel voice actor, but he got pushed over for this role for Andy Serkis. So he beat me out for the role. From what I understand, in volume. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I could have done it. You could have. Oh, cheeky Nando's. Nailed it. Nailed it. And I channeled Rahul. That's the whole reason you went to London, right? Was to immerse yourself in the culture, learn their language. I'm a method actor. When I went there, I I went to the loo. I used the bidet. I took the lift. I did all of that stuff. Uh-huh. I ate the bangers and the mash. Oh, wow. Okay. You know? Together? Uh, I went to Cheeky Nando's and didn't like it. Biscuits, gravy, not my thing. Too many carbs. No, cookies. Biscuits and gravy are a, a southern oh, killer. No, Nick. Jesus. Oh, no. No, stop. Hey, what is happening? This. this is the kind of funny morning show. I'm just saying this. Yeah. Andy Circus thinks he's the hot shit. He does. That is true. Andy Circus has to And he's got to be taken down a peg. Okay. Let me he's see. too good. How does he walk like a monkey, though? He's nailing it. He's nailing it. Wait, Mike. Humans. Come over here. Oh my god. Come over here. Kevin, give me my one. It's not that hard. I'm just Uh, saying. Nick, deliver your message to Andy Serkis, then everybody clip this out and tweet it at him. Andy Serkis, you're too talented. And you're going to RTX, and so are we, so look out. Stop Stop it. We're out for you, bro. We're coming for you. You can't be on camera and also do all the cool motion capture stuff and be that guy. You can't do it. You're too talented. You're taking up all the roles for all us little people here who aren't talented and can't act for shit. Yeah. Okay? And it was Just fine. Stop. It was fine when you were doing this across the pond. Yeah. But now that you're coming to Austin to deal with us at RTX, not a good move, man. America. Not a good look. You're on, you're on our soil. Exactly, exactly. Our soil. Yeah. Okay. What happens if that passport gets lost, huh? Watch your back, no one, Jack. No one knows who you you're are. You're going to wind up in Plano, Texas. Just oh, nobody wants a, to go there. Working out of Hooters or wherever their equivalent is. What was Hooters? that one we went to? Where they were all, they, was Andy, we went to this thing in Plano, Texas. We go. It, it was like it was like the Tilted Kilt, but it wasn't. It was like a local one. They were just literally in lingerie. Yeah, they were just literally in their underwear was, serving you chicken wings. It was interesting. That's America, though. Let's Welcome to it. We're excited yeah. to see you. But I mean, now we're, we're not. Out with you. No, we're gonna hang out with you. We're gonna take you to uh, Frank's. You're too talented. Way too talented. Thank you, Nick. Bye. I told you, man. There's beef. There is beef. I get hot. Sorry. Yeah, Nick does get hot. Well, what are the chances, you know, this long-standing legacy of the rivalry of Nick and Andy Serkis that only Nick knows about, you know? I mean, yeah. And yeah. now they're going to be in the same room. Fuck Chad Michael Murray. Whoa! Oh, shit! Imagine if Chad Michael Murray was there, too. That would be just That'd too be much. All right. Now, all right. Mm-hmm. We have another housekeeping note here. I saw something earlier happen. And I thought, oh, this must be like Instagram, okay? But it turns out it has not. And so what I'm doing right now is, I'm just putting this out there. I love our friends at IGN.com, of course. You know that, we know that. A lot of them watch this show while they're there. Someone at IGN.com 
is hosting the Kind of Funny Morning Show on twitch.tv slash IGN. I'm sorry, twitch.tv slash IGN. I don't think you meant to do that. <laughs> Not that, like, there's no beef. We love you. You know that. You love us. But I'm thinking maybe somebody was logged in and thought they were on their personal channel and maybe it turned out they are on the IGN channel. Oh, God, it's probably one of our friends. It, it exactly <laughs> is one of our friends. <laughs> exactly one of our friends. Oh I'm not God. saying, maybe they did it on purpose. Maybe, you know, we're probably good old Fran Mirabella. Probably, maybe Showing us some love. Maybe it was a nice move from Fran. Either way, we're thankful and happy. If it was a mistake, no one has to know. <laughs> Undo it real quick. I'll keep my eye on the IGN page and let you know what happens. Oh my god, that's so You had one so more piece funny. of housekeeping over here. Yeah, one more piece of housekeeping here. So, Lucy Camp, she's an artist that we talked about a while back. This is back in January, I think. Uh, our good friend Sean Finnegan directed her new music video. She is the latest signee to Tone Def's uh, label. And, uh, Q and Five music? No, well, Q and Five, but there's another Quintic is for the, the, like, the new age. Of this okay, thing. okay. It doesn't matter. LucyCamp.com is where you can get the video, her, the new EP, check out the song and all that stuff. Uh, this is the video that Kevin ran into the, the glass wall. Sure. Well, he didn't run. He threw a shoe too early. No, no, no. No, he ran into <laughs> a glass wall. Did you not hear that he part? Oh, right. He shoe. bruised his head. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool Greg helped out on this. Nick helped produce. I helped produce. Uh, and I edited it as well. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. You should check it out. That's Lucy Sean Camp. Finnegan's. LucyCamp.com. The Shark, Sean Finnegan. The Shark, yeah. Please share it. Spread the love. There was a lot of people that worked on this. Aransky worked on it. Um, and he doesn't like working. That's not true. Aransky hates working. Yeah. Kept his um, head on too tight, almost died once. <laughs> but yeah, so it check out it out. that wasn't the case at all. And but. you can see the, the mirror actually break in this video, so that's cool. We got a bunch Great. of fancy drone shots. Yeah. This is a really well done scene. I watched it. You guys are super talented. It's fancy. It's pretty Good job, Sean Finnegan. He shot my wedding too. Have I paid Sean Finnegan for the wedding? No. No. No, no, no. But definitely check it out. Show her some love. It is on Twitter. Let me find out what her Twitter is. Oh, I didn't see that shot. Lucy Camp XO. Send some sweet, nasty love sweet, from Kind of Funny love. to her. She's fantastic. She's going places. Going to blow the fuck up one day. I love the lights on the bridge there. They're pretty. They're pretty. All right. So anyway, check so it out. Send the love. Get into some of the nerdy news you need to know about and give the love back to IGN.com, who's hosting us on Twitch.tv. Apparently not by mistake, maybe. Over there at IGN.com, Hope Corrigan reports. Han Solo, why Lucasfilm dropped directors, directors Lord and Miller. After Phil Lord and Christopher Miller were dropped as directors for the new Han Solo movie, sources have confirmed, have come forward explaining the reasons behind Lucasfilm's decision. You gathered all these news stories, so I'm mm-hmm. reading fresh and mm-hmm. I'm stupid. The Hollywood Reporter states that sources say the pair were let go due to creative disagreements with screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan, which confirms claims of creative differences when news of their departure from the movie first broke. Kasdan, co-writer of The Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, and The Force Awakens, reportedly prefers to remain strictly on script at all times. This is claimed to have clashed with Lord and Miller, who are said to favor a more improvisational and humorous style. Mm -hmm. The creative differences are reported to continue with contention around how to portray Han Solo in the film, with one source claiming, quote, people need to understand that Han Solo is not a comedic personality. He's sarcastic and selfish. Despite difficulties in the early stages of shooting, both directors believed these were differences that could work. they could work through. However, Lucasfilm had Kathleen Kennedy and producer Allison Shimmer appear to have sided with Kasdan's approach. While we don't have any clear answer as to who will be replacing Lord and Miller, there are reportedly several candidates being eyed for the role. What do you think, Star Wars fan, Tim? Oh, man. I mean, if I remember correctly, something like this happened with Rogue One. In the, the early, it didn't get as far as this. Rogue One had a lot of directors. Issues, right? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, it's yeah. this guy, and then it's not, and then it's this guy, and then it's not. So it's like, this sucks because I love these guys, and yeah. I, everything about this movie sounded perfect what to me. What have they done besides Lego Movie? The, aren't these the dudes that did 21 Jump Street? Is that Am I case? wrong about that? Is that the case? Did they not do Lego Movie? They did. Yeah, Lord and Miller, 21 second, Jump Street, and yeah. Lego Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That second Lego Batman movie put me to sleep. I don't did they, they do that, that one? Because they don't get, they're not getting credit. Oh no! For All right. No, they didn't do that one. Okay. So the Lego movie and the Twenty One Jump Street movies. So awesome. Yeah. They've just knocked out of the park. I love their style. I love the. They direct comedy very, very well, and they tell good stories. Yeah. So obviously, when it comes to a Han Solo movie, with freaking childish Gambino, I'm Donald all over himself about this. This sounds so great. This is really sad news. This yeah. reminds me of Edgar, Edgar Wright, Wright and leaving Ant Man, where it's yep. like, God damn it, that was too good to be true, and I guess that it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
there's so much issues when it comes to production and creative issues and egos and all that stuff. And Kazan, at the end of the day, is Star Wars, so it's hard to kind of his track that. record, right? Yeah, is he does. Great. I feel like he knows the character a bit, a bit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I also kind of feel like this movie can be a little bit different than the other ones. Sure. Like, well, that's the problem is that their canon needs to be so airtight yeah. that I, I was hoping that they were going to be a little bit more open with the spinoff movies, mm-hmm. especially this one having kind of a different vibe. But well, what, what, what is your take on what we got with Rogue One? Did, for you, did Rogue One, because you're a big Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. did Rogue One feel like, oh, this is Star Wars as I'd expected, or was it off the beaten path a bit? No, that was Star Wars as I expected. Okay, okay. Like, perfectly. Spoilers. They all die. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, oh, no one's ever died. In, no one important's ever died in Star Wars. I mean, I think that was more Water of so an much. action. I think that was more of an action movie I than I so, expected. So much. More of an action movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah. It had like that heisty vibe. Mm-hmm. There were yeah, no metachlorians. And but there, it, there were still... like proper, like we saw Star, like the war in Star Wars that we had never seen, I think, before. For sure, at for that sure. level. But it still had the same tone overall, where it was drama. I mean, it was, you know, it was us telling the you story. You know, I guess in episode one, we saw a little bit of the space war. We did. We little, saw the trade embargoes, of course. Yeah. Don't forget about yeah. that. Sure. No, I guess war though, wasn't declared yet. Sounded like it had a distinct comedy flavor to it. Yeah. Which is well, I mean, not when, something we've seen when you from start Star talking, Wars movies. When you start talking about exactly who these people are, I, I think that's the problem. Is I think you could have taken these two, and this is you know from somebody who only I, I, I always want to put it out there. I like Star Wars, but I don't love Star Wars. I'm not crazy about it. I think this is the thing where I think Lord and Miller could have made a comedic Star Wars movie outside or with new characters or whatever. But Han Solo, we know Han Solo, and I think what they're talking about in the article, right? Of like he's not. He's sarcastic and selfish. He's not comedic. I think you see where they're trying to. Where they might yeah, trying to is think. I guess the argument I would make is that it's a prequel when they're younger, and I, I just feel like the characters could have been different. This is a young Han Solo. You know, yeah. he could have been more just like the, the college years. You know, but whatever. I, I'm sure that it's going to end up fine. Whoever they get, I'm sure this movie's going to be great. Star Wars at this point is directed by committee. So these directors leaving, it's still going to be a solid movie. Even with Ant-Man, we saw it. And that's it still the thing. had Edgar Wright's fingerprints all this over This doesn't the throw off the release date they've been very clear about. The movie's still on track for whenever. When is it supposed to come out, Kev? You know that? No, I don't know. I'm looking, I'm, you know, sea of Hollywood reporters here. The chat will let you know. I know it's supposed to come out. It's got, got a date lock. Trying to not sneeze. Seems too close. More important to me, it says the end of the Hollywood Reporter story. Lord and Miller's next move is not immediately clear, but already rumors are circulating that the pair could return to the Flash, yeah, Warner's movie about the DC Comics hero, to which they had been attached to the helm several years ago. And that one apparently needs them, and we need more comedy in the DC universe, and I'm, I'm, I, can, I can live with that. You know what May I mean? 25th, the chat's saying. The day before my birthday. Oh. 28th birthday. Oh. I know. Yeah. Very, very interesting news, man. Okay, okay. Let's move on. All right. <clears throat> Your next story that you put in. Yes. Another one from IGN.com. Mm-hmm. Is this, did you tell them ahead of time and this is how we got hosted? Maybe. Did maybe. you? No, I didn't. Okay. No. Because I'll tell you right now, IGN, if you just want us to read our news and you host us every day, I fucking Because no, what I did, I went, dick, I spot, went to whatever. the actual sources. I went to Hollywood Reporter and Variety, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. those things were way too long. That, I mean, that's why your IGNs, your GameSpots, they all make sense. Doing they go God's and they work. get it and they break out the most important thing. And then, then we the just giant, take that. Yeah, and, and we like we regurgitate <laughs> a third time, like because it's like think about this: you see the mama bird eat the food, regurgitate it into the baby bird's mouth. Now imagine that baby bird poops it out. Another baby bird eats it and gives it to a smaller bird. That's kind of funny. Circle, circle of life. Circle of life. Over on IGN.com, Alex Osborne reports Damon Lindelof to an adept Watchmen for HBO. Lost and the Leftovers co-creator. Damon Lindelof. Am I saying? Am I saying Lindel? Lindelof. Yeah, Lindelof yeah. is reportedly in talks to develop a TV series adaptation of Watchmen for HBO. According to Variety, Lindelof's take for the DC Comics-inspired series won't be tied to the Watchmen series HBO had looked into developing a few years ago, but will instead serve as a fresh start for the network. A deal for the series was, is reportedly not in place yet. IGN has reached out to HBO, but the network declined to comment. Watchmen centers around a group of... We know what Watchmen is. No offense to you. Yeah. A film adaptation of Alan Moore and Dave Gibbons' comic was released in 2009 for our thoughts on... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Interesting. What do you think of this? It's the biggest shrug of all time. For it's me. like, why? We don't need this. Yeah. Like, I know that the Watchmen movie is contentious among people. We've been on record saying many times that I think as a unit, we agreed that the Watchmen movie is awesome. Yep. 
Right? Thank you. I wasn't sure if we were on record. Yeah, no, no, we did a Watchmen's God topic. a good movie. We did a God a topic about movie. this. Me, you, Kevin, Nick, all of us Just making sure. agree on this. Cool. And it's like, you know, I read the graphic novel after I watched the movie. Kevin read the graphic novel before he watched the movie. We both have the same conclusion, which is the end is better in the movie. Yeah, it makes sense. the movie yeah, does a, a really good a... job of adapting the property. And yeah, it misses a couple things because it's a movie. It's The mediums are different. Yeah. Sure. Sure. It's a great movie. Agreed. We don't need this. Suck it, Chad, if you don't agree. Have you said agree, that? Unsuck it. HBO, man, their their level of quality is so high when it comes to, to what this could I be. Cool. And people love leftovers. I haven't seen it, but Andy, mm. he loves it. It seems like a mixed a mixed thing I, I on that one right leftovers. now. Fucking put me to sleep the first season. So I don't know. Do you think it's just gonna be the movie again, or is it gonna be like before Watchmen, where we just see these guys being the characters? I mean, like, not that it's gonna tie into the movie, but is it not gonna tell the same story as the movie? Mm. I have a feeling it's gonna be before. Into the movie, and then post. Oh wow! So like three seasons, I think, or one one season of it all. Oh, I think it's gonna be like seven seasons. Yeah, I was gonna say they, you know, they don't do this. Yeah. Now, to put another rinky dink in this wrinkle on this thing. Throw that thing in there. IGN Greg. hosting us randomly. We're on the front page of Twitch as well. What? So today's our day. Let's not fuck it up, everybody. Oh, cool, no. Greg. I need you. I need you centered and core up here. All right. Thank you very much. Click the follow button if you're watching this for the first time. I love. I love my brother so much. I do too. For so many reasons. Sure. But one of my favorite thing, things to do is just look at him, and when people talk to him and say things, he gives me the look of like, am I supposed to know what that means? Do I need to do anything? Sure. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> like, because you just, whatever, tighten your core or whatever, like, he just he gives just me this deer in headlight look of like, do I need to do something? And I just sure. like, give him the slight nod of like, no, you're good. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Final story also comes from IG. There's some shenanigans going on here. Oh, I was th- this one. I was just I, we were only going to do those two, and then I saw this. So I'm like, oh, because you're it. a big saw fan. I'm a big saw guy. We got to talk about this. It's now titled Jigsaw, according to Alex. Gilly Still Dose. coming this year, Halloween 2017. The horror movie was previously referred to as Saw Legacy, but is now named after the series' main villain, played by Tobin Bell, both before and after the character's death in the later movies, thanks to many flashbacks. Lays installment in Lionsgate, the long-running horror franchise stars Lara Vandervoort from Smallville. Hell yeah, does somebody say? From Rain. Jigsaw will be directed by Peter and Michael Spearg, the brothers who helmed Daybreakers and Predestination. Don't know those. Sorry, Roar Riders. Don't know that at all. Cool. Great. Um, I'm excited for this. Saw's been gone for way too long in my life. I hope this one's okay. Yeah, you deserve it. I do deserve it. Was Did you didn't need it. Totally didn't fucking need it. What did you just ask? Wasn't, was the last one any good? No. No, Kevin, it wasn't. Wasn't it also like the final no, yes. <laughs> no, it yeah it was it was Saw 3D the final chapter and yet here we are 3D. well that's why it's Jigsaw, Jigsaw now it's now Jigsaw. you're getting away from it you're totally you're free and clear yeah I mean I, I've said this before and I'll say it again Lay it on me. Saw 1, 2, and 3 one of my favorite trilogies of all time damn. yeah there's a lot of gore yeah there's some nasty shit but man what a damn ride that is I mean 4, 5, and 6 oh man if you stuck with it there were moments that were like, all right, but they re- they they jumped the shark, as the kids say. The saw shark. The saw shark. Do but you man, think I I mean like it's when they got to the third apprentice that I'm like, wait a minute. Do you wait the like the season of the apprentice? Or are you talking about right. anyways, in this one, mm-hmm. what are you expecting from it? I, I don't know. I'm interested. There's there's been a lot of rumors of what it's gonna be about, but like who the who the fuck knows? I get legacy, it being called legacy implies that maybe he had a kid. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, before he died and all yeah, that. That's so lame, though. It is lame. It is really lame. But the thing is, you what know he's going to be in the movie, and I can't it, wait to see the how kid, they get him involved. Has the kid from 2 been in the in any of the other movies? The kid from 2? No. He stopped. And he's Donnie like, I'm Wahlberg done killing. Well. I've changed, see him I've changed back? my mind yeah. on this. They, they did a great job of bringing back anybody that was relevant. The problem was they took way too long to get the doctor from the first one back. Prince he, Valiant? The yes, Prince Valiant. Yep. Terry, Carrie Hughes. Prince Valiant, yeah. Whatever. Um, to get him back, because he there was some fight between him and the director, so there was like issues, and he was like, fuck this there's series, beef. whatever. There was beef. He's like, I can go off and be successful without it. But then eventually I'm going to make all my money on Liar Liar. He realized he needed help, and then he came back mm-hmm. for the final mm-hmm. chapter. And it, they just botched it so bad. Him coming back would have been the fucking most epic thing ever in part five. But the fact that they waited that long, it was just like, man, you guys really dropped the ball. And then they fucking blew their load in the movie. And they like gave, they showed you that he was coming back before he came back. Mm-hmm. Had he just come out at the end, even though we all thought it was going to happen, it would have been Did he so come back? Was he the bad guy at the end? Oh, wow. It was awesome. 
but they it wasn't awesome actually. I just in my head it was awesome. They it could have been awesome, yes. but they they yes. gambled it away. Well, I'll go see Jigsaw with you. Hell yeah! All right, cool. It's finally time to talk comics. Okay. In the morning show's first segment I've ever been a part of. Tim, I want to know what's on your pull list this week. The pull list this week. I've been reading Spider Man. Just called Spider Man. This no is the Miles Ultimate, Morales. No, it's the Miles Morales one. I've been reading Ultimate Marvel comics forever. forever. I've read every single one in existence. Yeah. And when the universe went to shit and they just collapsed it and they just did this whole thing with uh, the, the most recent Marvel event, Cat- no, it wasn't Cataclysm, but uh, whatever the fuck it was called, uh, where they combined everything yeah, and messed all up all the, the yeah, universes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they took a couple of the Ultimate characters and threw them into 616. Uh, Marvel got, or not Marvel, Miles got stuck in the, the 616 New York. Right. So with Peter Parker. While Peter Parker went over to do Parker Industries, he was in SF for a while doing all that stuff. Sure. Not a fan of the Amazing Spider-Man comics now. Where he's in, he's... Where he has all his tech, and okay. he's like, uh, I'm running Parker Industries, and it's this whole fucking thing where I'm a businessman. Not interesting to me. Like, now, I like Spider-Man, being Spider-Man in New York. Here's the whole thing about the comics segment here, of course, is we're just going to talk about comics. And so not, not spoilers for this week, but in general, I need spoilers for going on. What I, You know that I am... I want to. Say, I wouldn't even say a lapsed Marvel fan, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I, I loved Spider Man. Period. End of statement. Growing up, you know what I mean. So I was big on that. Clone Saga drove me away. Uh, came back throughout college and read here and there. But then when they did a new, a brand new day. Yeah. Which what was the, what they call it? Where they're breaking them up though. A last day. The last day or something. Whereas Mary Jane and Peter's like yeah. they knew it was ending. I think and it then was one last day. Or one last day. Well, and then it became brand day, new brand day. new day. Yeah. That was for me. I'm like nope. Don't want that. I hate that. What I love, I, I hate continuity. You hear me talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I love continuity in some respects. Where I, I love a universe where they're together and they have a kid and everything great. So when they did renew your vows, yeah. and they gave me the alternate universe with them and Annie or whatever, I was like, yes, all in. And I'm reading that. But that one seems to not really play into the whole Spider Verse and all this other shit. right? No, it doesn't. Okay. And I don't like that either. You're like, an idiot. I'm, I'm all, I'm against that completely. What? Them I, being happy. I love one, my favorite Spider-Man run ever. Uh, is the Marvel Knights run that they did. Okay. Uh, then it over threw, Ultimate. Yeah, okay. over Ultimate. The Marvel Knights, I mean, because it's a little bit darker. Yeah, that was, well, that was the whole Marvel Knights thing, and right? It, it's, adult. it's really, really, really good. I mean, the best Spider-Man story of all time is the Ezekiel storyline. Hell yeah, uh, it from is. From the, the Spider-Totem yeah, stuff from, like, way back in the day. Uh-huh. Um, I, it's issue 36 of Volume 2 of Spider-Man, of Amazing Spider-Man. Nerd. And it's fucking good. But then... The more recently, the the Marvel Knights, actually Marvel Knights was a long time ago, totally. but I loved that, and that's when what led into the whole him doing the deal with the devil yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever, and then it, that caused all the stuff with yeah, him yeah. Jane not being married, um, which I I like actually. I know that that's a contentious thing. Well, but it was fresh, we, it was new, and you didn't need to know years in continuity, and they weren't just spinning their wheels. Yeah, and the go forward, and then there was the whole Spider Island thing, which was a disaster. Sure. But I came back after Spider Island, and that's when. There was like a weird lull period uh, before Superior Spider-Man, like the Doc Ock Ooh, death saga. Yeah. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to give this another chance. And I started reading it. It was all right. But then once Superior Spider-Man started, it was so good. There was 32 issues of that. And then after that, Amazing Spider-Man kept going. I'm like, man, they're doing a killer job. Dan Slott's fucking awesome. Dan Slott's on top of it. And then, yeah, then once the whole event happened and they kind of changed things up and Peter's a bit more... Adult. Adult. Because like, that's oh, the idea, like right? Peter's adult doing P- Parker Industries. Miles is there being the young Spider-Man we all know and exactly. we all think of when we think Spider-Man. Exactly. And it, I just don't like it because Peter has like a spider car and a spider jet and yeah, all yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it's like not in the like hokey way. It's in like a, a, a real badass way. Because he's like, like a brilliant mind. He, he's, he's like he's, Tony Stark, right? He's like, yeah, it's like a Batman-Tony Stark hybrid. Okay, okay. And I'm like, that's not what I want for Spider-Man So then at all. The, out this week is Peter Parker the Spectacular Spider-Man. I'm on Comixology reading this. Spider-Man returns to the friendly neighborhood. Yeah. The, wa- the wa- web-slinging, wall-crawling wonder returns to New York City in an all-new Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. A companion series to the best-selling Amazing Spider-Man series, Peter Parker is going back to basics for big heroics in the Big Apple, featuring adversaries old and new. Be there as Spider-Man returns to his friendly neighborhood for his never-ending battle against crime and the dreaded Parker luck. Why? Why? There's too many Spider-Man there's books. Too many, there's always too many Spider-Man books, and they never are all great. Yeah. And this is trying to give the people like me, like, all right, cool, we understand that the real Spider-Man's not for you, so there's this. There's also the Spidey book going out. I like Spidey. But there's a lot of them. I just try, and then I give up eventually, because sure. it's like it feels inconsequential. Exactly. Not just because it's not... waste your time. It's, yeah, and it's not just because it's not uh, canon. Mm-hmm. It's just because it's like they're not really doing anything interesting or sticking with it long enough for it to get interesting. 
Um, so I, that's why I really like Spider-Man proper, the Miles Morales one, sure. which is a sequel to the Ultimate Comics run. They did such a good job of tying that in with Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Spider-Gwen, I have my issues with. The I character, like Spider-Gwen still. The character is awesome. Yeah. The book is... Hit or miss? I, I would say it's just miss. Mm. It never hits. I enjoy... I, I, I was talking about this, I think, with you, and I don't think we were on a show, but I might have been somebody else talking about it. I think I finally put my finger on what was off-putting to me about Marvel, but now I can embrace, is the fact that DC always felt, stick with me, grounded to an extent, that it was in the real world, and there were all these different things, which is why I ignored the magic stuff, and I just didn't think that fit. Marvel, trying to be, j- jumping in, wanting to be a Marvel fan, and like, you actually enjoy it. I read all this Daredevil stuff, Daredevil, like old stuff mm-hmm. that was so great that like was re- recommended by Gavin and people. Jumping in though, no, like I loved, I when Spider-Gwen first started, I jumped into that and had been reading it, and I'm like, great. But then it was like, the Spider-Verse crossover shit, where they all understand there's multiple realities and they jump before it and they talk to Spider-Ham and everything's mm-hmm. fine. And it's like, for me, I think that's what was always a bit off-putting, especially being a huge all-new Wolverine fan and reading Laura's book. Reading Laura's book, I'm reading all these, you know, in in vacuums, right? Where I'm not, I'm just grabbing what I know, I like sticking with it. And so like, I'm reading Laura's book and it's these, this great tale about her and the other clones and all this stuff. And then there's a Squirrel Girl issue. And Squirrel Girl's talking to the squirrel and I'm like, that is so weird and out there, but like, now that I'm starting to grasp what I think Marvel is and why I was off-put by it, I can embrace that a bit more. Mm. And the fact that I'm reading Spider-Gwen, right? And they do the Spider-Verse thing and Spider-Woman and Silk cross over. I was like, oh, okay, like I know of these characters, I knew of yeah. Silk, I, I read Spider-Woman when she was pregnant. Jumping in there, I was like, okay, cool. But then there's how nonchalantly they're talking about different universes and jumping between each other, I was like, that would be off-putting to me in terms of reality breaking. I like how that gets louder, you know? Yeah. I'll, I'll ignore it, but then it like comes into the house. Um, but then what I hated about it was it was just another event where it was like, all right, yeah. cool. It ended, and same thing with the Spider-Man crossover where it was like, well, hey, they're together, and it's like, all right, now you have to go read this and that and this to get back to here. Yeah, and that is the biggest problem with comics in general. Yep. But I, I love it because I'm invested in those universes, and it's like once it gets out of it, that's when I give up. And that's why I gave up for a long time, and that's why I, I fully gave up on Amazing Spider-Man, because it started getting doing crossovers with comics that I'm like, no, I'm not giving that a shot. Sure. Uh, so I like when it sticks, when it's between two series, I'm okay with it. Yeah. That's why Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen, I was fine with. Spider-Verse is fantastic. That whole run. so many books. It's between about four, and it is a, a lot, but they do a really good job of actually continuing the story, and it's not like, there's a couple filler issues yeah, on, yeah, in some of, of the ways, but like, I, I do recommend it. I think it's good, and it gives you a very good idea of who all the Spider characters are. Yeah. And they're referenced nonchalantly all the time. But did you read the Spider-Man, Spider-Gwen thing where they're jumping around the different universes and they end up in uh, Metropolis? No, I didn't see yeah. that one yet. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, cool. Because I, I was on a plane and just hit Spider-Gwen. Mm. I was like, oh, I have all my Spider-Gwen there. I was like, oh, shit. Because yeah. my problem with Spider-Man, Miles Morales, is that from the jump, I've liked him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started buying his singles back in the day. Then I forget why I fell out and never did. And I hadn't read, I've, I've tried to read Ultimate Spider-Man so many times and it's just, it's so hard for me to get out of the first few volumes because mm. it is, they do twist, but it is tried and true. Like it is Norman and this and Gwen. Well, the like, biggest problem with, the, with Ultimate Spider-Man is that it hit a point where it wasn't, I mean, again, it's just like we were talking about, the continuity got so blown up and crazy yeah. that you couldn't read Ultimate Spider-Man without reading Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ultimates, and then Ultimate FF, Ultimate whatever. Like, it got fucking nuts. And I was into that because I was like, all right, cool, I'm investing and I'm going to read every single one. Sure. And it was worth it overall. Right. A lot of duds. Hundreds of duds. Yeah. But <clears throat> it, got somewhere, it got somewhere good. But, so my uh, thing was like, I, I felt like I was doing it a disservice to jump in just at Miles. And so then I've never, I, I've never been able to pick it back up. And I'm hmm. Marvel Unlimited. You know, I, I do the Marvel Unlimited thing, yeah. which I've used to catch up on Miss Marvel. Uh, I used to go back and read this Daredevil stuff. I go back and read certain Spider-Man things. I need to sit down and just commit and catch all the way up on it. Yeah, you know what? Honestly, if you were to start when Miles first appeared and read the the Ultimate Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Ultimate Comics Spider-Man is what I think Uh it was originally called, Uh, and you just were to follow that, there's a couple events that would throw you off um, where some of the X-Men get involved and some other things where you you would need to know the the history of it. But otherwise, I think it's pretty straightforward and they did a good job of moving him over to 616 and it was a reset point. Like Things happen where people die and then when it moves over, they're not dead anymore. So it is where he's at now is a great reset point that all you really need to know is Peter Parker's dead. 
the ultimate Peter Parker's dad, yeah, yeah, I and that, that. is yeah, yeah. what influences him. Yeah, yeah. And that the uh, the Gwen Stacy and Aunt May from the Ultimate Universe are now also here, and they are still alive, and oh, they're still okay. dealing with Peter's dad. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that is the Uncle Ben to, to Miles. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, I think I, we never really got to your pull list. You're what? You're, you're Spider Man today? I'm just, I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm super stoked for, for Spider Man. Okay, cool. For the Miles Morales Spider Man. Uh, this morning I got in, jumped in, pulled off all my stuff. So I'm get, I got Invincible 137. Of course, part five of the last 12 oh, issues. Shit. Of this oh, book. shit, there's another Invincible. I, I love upstairs. Invincible because yeah. I just forget about it. Sure, oh, I can't. It's the, it's oh, the, it's it's the so one good. that where I check every week when I get the image. Well, uh, what I'm saying is I forget about it because there's no consistency. Sure. Well, so that's what like, I mean. I, when well, it comes out, I'm just surprised. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I read it this morning. It's uh, it's required reading for me. Whenever it pops up, I want to jump right into it. I won't spoil anything. Like this issue a lot. I am. I understand we're building to the final 12, you know what I mean, or whatever here, that, to end the series. But I am to the point of like, can we just let's get let, mm, yep. let's go let's fight a little bit. Let's, you know what I mean. This is a great I- issue though of hey everybody, we gotta fucking get our shit together, and that, that was a nice change of pace. Uh, Trinity's on my list. Uh, that's that Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman book. Oh cool, still love it. Have you read it? No. Oh, my favorite thing about Trinity uh, is the fact that it's so cohesive. It is its own thing. It's doing its own thing. It pulls in like what's happening without the universe or throughout the universe and like little comments or whatever. But it's all done by this uh, dude Francis Manipal, and I'm talking about he writes it, he draws it, he, like it's his thing, which I think speaks to why it's so good and the mm. fact that hey, I'm going to tell you this story about Sp- Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman, and that's it. I'm not going to get con- convoluted. Of course, I picked up Superman uh, 25, Super Sons number five. I'm a big Super Sons fan. My heart grew the size of a house yesterday when I saw the Jonathan and Crypto figure they announced or whatever. I didn't, I'd missed this and somebody tweeted at me. I got on that. Uh, I keep downloading All-Star Batman, but I'm way behind on it. Mm. Uh, Injustice 2. Is there any out. good Batman right now? Because All-Star Batman people the, like. I mean, it's Jeff Johns doing, again, his own thing and off that. And then, Is there any Batman that follows up on the Batman run? I mean, you mean keeps the continuity going? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, on the Snyder Batman. Yeah, oh, that's story. what I meant for All Star. I think I said Jeff Johns. That's what I meant. Th- this latest run is supposed to be really cool. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Snyder where he has shit, the yellow. Yeah. Snyder's All Star Batman, yes, is great, but it's out of continuity, right? That's the whole thing with it. It's just him doing All Star Batman, where he's just telling his own story and doesn't have to worry about the other stuff. Is what I understood from Launch. You can Google that for me and check. Check. That on sounds it. cool, but I yes, just, I invested so up. much in that continuity that well, yeah, I, I like want you to s- keep going. You saw the thing la- a couple, last week too. You know, I guess I've totally two. given up on DC in the last <gasps> couple months. I mean, because the only thing I really stayed up on was Batman, and it once that ended, yeah. and they started the new one. There was like these other two people involved. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. also in Batman outfits. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they're they're following up on it. Uh, spoilers, not that it is. We talked about it on the show. Catwoman or Batman proposed Catwoman. Which is, I thought was awesome. He did on the rooftop because they're drawing for, in the interview IGN had it. I think it was Joshua. The interview we had with the creator, right, was pulling from the fact that you know how they're still dealing with the whole uh, rebirth, like mm-hmm. like how that brought back uh, Wally, and they knew something's happened. Somebody's stolen and fucked with all their futures and pasts, whatever. And the button was embedded in the wall of the Batcave. You remember this? No. One of the Watchmen buttons was embedded. The, the comedian's button. I didn't button. read the Rebirth. Though. Oh, fuck. Okay, sorry. I'm yeah, no. This I, happened. I literally only read the 40 Watchmen is coming fucking to DC and it's going to fuck some shit up, basically. Or whatever. Okay. The universe are colliding. The, they did a run called The Button. It wasn't a run, I should say. It was a crossover between the Flash book and, the Bat- and Batman's book. And that was my first time jumping back into Batman for a while. Uh, and it was really good in terms of Bruce and uh, Barry trying to figure out what's going on and then that took them back to Flashpoint mm. which gave Batman a chance to talk to Thomas Wayne when he was that Batman from Flashpoint if you remember and okay doesn't matter but <laughs> they, he Thomas has this as, he, as that existence like fades into nothingness tells him don't be Batman that's my gift my, I don't want you to have this life don't do this for me mm. and like that was the creator was talking about that in the book they're doing now about why Bruce would propose but I guess, like, from what they said, now we're leading into, uh, I think it actually starts with issue 25, which is a, the long one, yeah. The War of Jokes and Riddles Part 1 start. I, f- I don't know. The War the- of Jokes and Riddles sounds awesome. Right, and that's the thing, right? Don't miss this exercise anniversary issue. In his own words, Bruce Wayne narrates a harrowing, never-before-told tale of the Dark Knight's greatest failure and the horrors it unleashed. In the spirit of year one and the long Halloween, prepare to see a side of Batman you've never seen before. Get in on the ground floor. Check out this Batman. Like, the idea is that... It's like they did the cliffhanger of the proposal, and now they're going into this war of jokes and riddles. Which, yeah, sounds like it. I mean, that's a great name. You, and that's, yeah, I, don't, I hope they would just say that shit to you know take away from those things. 
Very uh, then, yeah, a bunch of other DC superhero books and stuff. I know I'm running late. But what I want to give a shout-out to is something I started. I bought on a whim, then saw it. Uh, Cinegrace, who's doing Iceman, the new Iceman, which is, Iceman 2 is out. It's on my pull list as well. Uh, he retweeted a list somebody put out of, like, uh, I want to say it was something to the effect of, like, some of the best uh, queer books you can get right now or whatever, right? Because, like, I, have you found the Iceman stuff? Iceman's gay now. Oh, yeah, like this, yeah. That's, this, well, I know that, but old, like, right? they just gave him his solo book. They, they were on oh, issue two now, it, that going it, yeah, on or whatever. That. The, the Iceman run was included in there, so was uh, My Lesbian Experience with lon- Loneliness, a manga. This girl's like autobiographical bi- bi- manga or whatever. Right. So I bought it on a whim or whatever, and the opening page, I started it like when I was, after I read Invincible, just be, I wanted to know if it was going to be something included with it. The opening pages slash cliffhanger slash setup to it were like, Fuck yeah, I want to know your whole story. So I'm excited oh. to get home and read more of that. That's so awesome. That's Have you been reading uh, Sex Criminals? I Not the newest issue. Okay. I saw the newest issue came right. out last week. It's on. I downloaded it, but I haven't grabbed it. Man, yet. that is a series that is so much better binged. Yeah, I know. Like, it'd be month well, to month. It's like, it's, there's so much going well, on. Well, what you talk about with uh, Invincible, right? Where it's just, it's out of, it, like, yeah. I didn't realize Sex Criminals had taken a huge break. Mm-hmm. And so when they brought out what, two issues ago, three issues ago, they were like, hey, Here's the entire recap. I was like, oh, right. And then they said, oh, and then we took like an eight-month break. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. I yeah, didn't even no, realize. I was wondering did. why I couldn't piece it all together. But yeah, that saga, even Invincible, because that's how I used to read it, I love the binge read. Like, yeah. Invincible, I've been with these characters for years. But like, I need to sit down again with Sex Criminals yeah. and just go from the start to here. Saga from start so- to here. Oh, my God. Saga, yeah. man. Saga had some... Oh! Some lulls, but right yeah. now it is at the top of its game. All right. To wrap this up, ladies and gentlemen, what we want to do, of course, is take suggestions from you for required reading that we all read together then talk about next week. So you have a week to read a trade paperback, a graphic novel. Uh, The first pick we're doing is Lock and Key Volume 1. The reason we're doing Lock and Key Volume 1 is because the ice cream sandwich fan... Jay Fitz. Jay Fitz. Sorry, I can never remember. Came by the studio during Kind of Funny Live. We couldn't let you up because you're, you, we can't let everybody up during Kind of Funny Live. But I got that from him. Mm. And, I, and back in the day, I'd also gotten that book from Joshua Yale at IGN Comics, mm-hmm. saying that I need to read it and I need to read it. So we're going to read that, talk about it next week. Lock and Key, Volume 1. You are encouraged to read it as well if you already haven't, so that when we come here next week, we can all talk about it in a book-like format. Hell yeah. Makes sense? You like that shit, Kev? Yeah. What's Marks. wrong? I want to read. I want you guys to read Black Science. There's always another week. I know, right? I know, I know. What's your fucking problem? Like, why you gotta shit and everything? You just gotta, like, just rain on everyone's parade. Just you guys. If you didn't know, this is the Kind of Funny Morning Show, and holy fuck did we go long today. We need to work on that Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Uh, Each and every week to hear on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames, we come to you with the nerdy news we want to talk about, along with the things we want to talk about with you when we hang out and do stuff. Hell yeah. Uh, We do all that. We have the different segments. We jump into the chat to answer questions, comments, and concerns. We read subs. We read tips. But in between those many segments I just announced. We give away stuff. Mm. If we bake in an ad, we give away two things. We're giving away two things today, are we not? Hell yeah, we are. All right, great. So I, for some reason, don't have it. Oh, there it is. Perfect. Found it. There it is. Got it. Got it. Good. So today, we're giving away two copies of Friday the 13th on PlayStation 4 so that maybe these people can come, sub with us on Twitch, play with us on Friday when I play Friday the 13th with the community. Remember, kindoffunny.com slash F13. I just want to put a second F in there, but you don't. You know what I mean? Read yeah. your ad. I don't know. Read your ad. We're going to give away two copies. This giveaway is brought to you by Verve. It's made by the team over at Crunchyroll. It's this awesome video app. It's available on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, desktop, mobile, pretty much anywhere that you're watching stuff. You can watch all of your Crunchyroll videos, all the Funimation videos, Rooster Teeth, Cartoon Hangover, CISO, all this stuff. Uh, Attack on Titan is Going very, very well. I think the season just ended, actually. Mm. Uh, people are liking it a lot. Nick and I have watched the first three episodes. You can watch along with us on our YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny channel. Uh, and you can use your subscription right here. VRV.co slash Kind of Funny will get you a free seven-day trial of the Verve Combo Pack. So you can watch along with us. You can watch on Crunchyroll dubbed or on Funimation. Nope, sorry. Funimation dubbed, Crunchyroll subbed, options. A plenty, Greg. Gotcha. Whole bunch of other things. My Hero Academia, everybody's talking about it. It's there too. Um, if you like podcasts, obviously Rooster a great thing. They got a whole bunch of that stuff. You can get them early there. Uh, definitely check it out. Let me know what you are watching on Verve. Get your combo pack today. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. What are you eating? Cool guy's eating some chips. What? Doritos. Oh, okay. Cool guy eating them Doritos. That's VRV.co slash kind of funny. 
So, we're going to give away two copies of Friday the 13th on PlayStation 4. Hopefully, you can come play with us on Friday. Now, you can play, go to kindoffaith.com slash F13. Sign up there. How do you win games when we give things away? It's simple. Be in the chat like so many of you are live right now on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. Or if you're one of the folks listening on youtube.com slash Kind of funny, or a podcast service later because we do post them there. We'd appreciate you to subscribe and rate them over there too. There's three ways you can win: either to amplify your chances or not to fucking be here. Number one, subscribe to us on Twitch. This automatically enters you to win everything here. Plus, you get the logo next to your name, the cool emotes, private chat time with us. You get to play multiplayer games with us, and you get the show ad-free unless we bake them in, like we just did. Love you. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. Use it to give us a free sub. Otherwise, Amazon's just stealing your money, and fuck that. Yeah. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny or patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. $2 there gets you entered for the raffle ticket. You can win a game each and every time if mm-hmm. the random number mm-hmm. generator calls you out. So the first code, Tim? Who they in? It is going to Twitch chat member right now watching live, Nini Link. Nini Link. Bow, 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 bow. Friday the 13th. And then the second one is going to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames subscriber, Michael Herzer, you are getting it there as well. Friday the 13th, man. You do the patented three and three. The old school three and three. Check it out. Let's get some questions. Cue up your questions, comments, and concerns in the chat, and we will get to them and scroll up a bit to try to find some. In a New York minute. I really like that comic talk. That was fun. That was fun. Shy Town Champion says, where are them flaming Hot Cheetos? I don't know. Gia bought a big-ass bag. Of these flaming hot Cheetos, I've been staying away from them because they're like crack. You're trying to you're trying to lose the weight. And and she, I, I wake up this morning. There's a freaking bag of hot Cheetos on my nightstand. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, why? She's like, I had to get them away from me. I'm like, put throw them away. Don't, eat them. don't put them on like put them anywhere but next to me. Sure. Yeah. Ugh. Disaster. Sure. Yeah. Freaking disaster. While you do that, I'm gonna read a tip. Uh, Stotzi says, "Sup guys, I was the guy in the front row wearing the producer slash seducer shirt at the Game Spot booth." It was a dream come true to finally meet you guys. Can't wait to, can't watch live, but I hope you all have a great day. Thank you for your support. We hope you have a great day too. King Franchise 88 says, Tim, thoughts on Carnage being confirmed as the main villain in the Venom movie? Oh man, we'll see. This movie is I like, want it to be the, awesome. Uh, me too. I'd like it to, if they can figure out if it's in the Marvel Universe or not, but that's, yeah, you know, they that's haven't said, point. right? They, there's conflicting reports. Mm. And I, but it's Kevin Feige. Is that I never, we never have it done. Yeah, no, you nailed it. Kevin Feige. He says that it's not, but then he was in an interview with the Sony lady who said it is, and she, he kind of just made eyes, so who the fuck knows? I would go with Kevin over it. Mystery Asman 300 gave a tip and said, Guys, don't go watch Transformers 5. It's two hours and 30 minutes long of Michael Bay masturbating on screen. Optimus has less screen time than Godzilla in the reboot. And the movie makes An- Anthony Hopkins annoying. Oh, who would have predicted it? Oh, wait, everybody. I can't believe... That I actually don't think I'm gonna see this movie Good. in theaters. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. That they fucked up that bad. Ugh, it's fucking assholes. Hate them. The Ben Como gave a tip and said, Just finished Emily is Away 2 Let's Play. Oh my god, what a fucking ride. Uh, this should go in the kind of funny Hall of Fame. Before you ask, Greg, yes, I did buy the game. P.S. Fuck you, Kyle. Of course, remember, fuck there's you, a four Kyle. hour Emily is Away 2 Let's Play up on kind of funny god, games. Fun. So go watch it. We're drunk in it. I didn't remember the chicken thing until everybody started quoting it. The chicken thing? Yeah. We're, we, the, Gia brought us chicken, and we, were, somebody, we said, we're so drunk we can't taste this chicken. This happened in the, the video, apparently, because I keep getting tweets about it. What? I don't Whatever. any of that. SNES Chalmers, Did 34. I don't think so. Fucking figure it out then, Chad. I don't know. This is for all the kind of funny best friends who have helped me out with a project by filling out a survey. Love you all. Here's a link if anybody else wants to help it out. I'm spamming the link in the chat for you. WhoFan1 says, Transformers 5 is still probably better than Fast 8. All right, chat. Get him. Ryan Santilli says, Party Mode was insane. Very well done. Party Mode, our new show, is now available for everyone for free on YouTube.com slash games. Watch it. It's freaking fantastic. It's, yeah, so it's good. really, really good. So please go check it out. We'll please give some support and some love to Andy. DJ Kento gave a tip and said, People forget that directors are employees and... That they work for the producer. It sucks, but I'd rather they get someone who clicks with the producers than makes a movie through controversy and anger. I guess. Trust your visionaries. Dorian7575 says, that definitely didn't happen. About the chicken thing. Rock, I have no idea why multiple people keep sending it to me. Rock Zom always wanted to make, is it a quote from the game maybe, when Emily's drunk? 
Always wanted to make your own video game, but weren't able, to, weren't sure where to start? Follow Rockzom to get started. Rock Streaming Zom. Monday through Thursday at 8 p.m. Central. It's lots of fun. Yellow. Yeah, follow Rockzom. R O C K Z O M. Okay. DJ Kento gave us a tip. A much bigger problem is that the d- director of Episode Nine just put out a terrible film in the Book of Henry. It's sad to see Lord and Miller go, but I'd rather they replace Colin Trevorrow. You want to kick us into uh, the old subscribers-only mode there? Get a couple out of that. Uh, let's do that. Xanther Sarah gave a tip and said, So, Tim, Some only mode, please. what is your thought about Transformers last night having an average 3.3 out of 10 and a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes? Hey, Hopefully, this will tell them. None of that shit means anything to me. Like, I don't oh, give no. a fuck what like, critics have to say about Transformers. Gotcha. But it's like, because we, uh, I feel like critics' minds are made up about the franchise, and they're, no matter what, they're not going to give it a fair shake. Gotcha. Having said that, I've seen real fans give their opinions, and it is even worse than the, the critics were saying. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, that's... I'm done. So you're I'm just done. saying don't believe the fat cat elites, similar yeah. to GameSpot's Peter Brown. Exactly. With his hate for Friday the 13th, which is justified, but I don't agree with. Uh, WXYOS says, Greg, why didn't you ask Jake Solomon for XCOM on the Switch? I mean, we, we already have Ma- Rabbids plus Mario XCOM Lite, so why would you need it? You don't need it. Here's Johnny16, said shout out to MTV Spider-Man show, Neil Patrick Harris. Shout out, I'll give it a shout out. Yeah, yeah. It was different. Yeah. Electro looked stupid as hell, but he was there. All right. Final you, you don't agree? I don't remember it as that well. I mean, I watched no, a little was, bit, but I don't remember it. It was, it. Really? It was like Friday nights while I was in high school. I was busy watching Extreme Ghostbusters, all right? I had things to do. God. Final tip comes from Fell Down a Wells. Greg and Tim, are either of you reading Scott Snyder's latest all-star Batman run? It is lit, and you can quote me on that. Uh, like I said, I had started it. I'd fallen out when him and Two-Face were going across the country. I need to get back to it. It's on there for sure. Uh, let's get one more. Oh, yeah. He looked dumb. Oh, yeah, he did look dumb. Sorry. Robert S. Anderson says, Jose Otero leaving IGN. I saw that. Wait, Jose leaving IGN. For Nintendo. For Nintendo. Mr. Nintendo. Everyone who works on the Nintendo team, it seems, we'll goes to work for Nintendo. Nintendo. Audrey Drake, Rich George, yeah. now boom. Yeah. Yeah. Three for three. Yeah. Well, there was other people as well. There was there. other people, yeah. but they all went to Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Very true, too. Right. <laughs> That's how it all works for these people. <laughs> all right. Um, oh, last sub chat thing. Yeah. Xanther Sarah. Job, it. Tim, are you reading Transformers Lost Light? Yes. The Transformers comics are freaking awesome right now. I don't really like Prime that much, but Lost Light is obviously so damn good. More Than Meets the Eye was fantastic, and this continuation is one of my favorite comics I've ever read. Ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Kind of Funny Morning Show here on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Remember, if you're watching live, we're going to roll on over into the Kind of Funny into Kind of Funny Games daily. Fuck, I'll get it right one of these days. Uh, if you're not, thank you for watching. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for rating us on iTunes if you're one of those folks. We're here every day at 11 a.m. with all the nerdy news we want to talk about. For now, we're going to reset. But remember, Tim is going to go to the microphone and read all the subs while we reset the thing. Get Andrew and Renee in here. I, like, it's like, I feel like we're bringing her out of like an iron lung. Like the smoke pours out. She walks in. Bye. We'll be right back.